0: This is the Beyond the Profi podcast, the podcast that empowers you and inspires you to seek career excellence while pursuing your passion. And I'm your host, Jasmine Haley. family. This Beyond the Profi podcast episode is brought to you in part through a sponsorship from Young Dental. This episode's featured product is a Wrigley's Orbit Profi Paste and Gum Pack. One of the things I love experiencing at the ADHA annual conference was gathering as many pieces of Orbit gum I could so I can enjoy it as I was going throughout the day. It was so exciting to see that Young Diddle has created a Profi paste and gum pack based on the flavors of Orbit. It has a thicker texture, and it features its signature flavors, such as spearmint, bubble mint, and peppermint. It includes a piece of sugar-free gum with each Profi cup, so it allows you as a clinician to easily start a conversation with your patient about home care techniques, including chewing sugar-free gum, and it's gluten-free and made with xylitol. To find out more about this product, make sure that you visit www.youngdental.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beyond the Prophy podcast. My guest today is a dental hygienist who has changed the direction of her journey to focus on functional medicine. And I'm very, very excited to talk with her. I told myself I wasn't going to say excited again, (laughs) (laughs) but I really am. That is my natural state right before um, each podcast. And I I just want to thank you, Karen, um, for coming on the show. I'd love to welcome Karen Thomas to the show.
1: Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you for having me today. I'm just as excited as you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: so great. You know, I, I I actually got a little nervous as I was doing the introduction. I don't know why and where that came from, but I think what um, what is making me very thrilled about this interview is you are actually one of the few guests that I don't know a lot about. And I think that's wonderful to really have a really true organic conversation to learn about your journey um to help hygienists who are listening and trying to find their career satisfaction whether it's in the app or outside of the op. Um, i'm actually intrigued to learn um learn from you because i know that you have you're a wealth of information so Welcome again to the show. And I think I'm gonna just dive straight in because one of the things that really intrigues me is the fact that you're an author. And one of the books um, that you have written has was actually mentioned by one of our previous guests, Angie Stone. and it's focused on nutrition. So just tell the listeners like what kind of led you in that direction? and focusing on nutrition as a, as a dental hygienist and going deeper than what we sort of cover in dental hygiene school, which are the basics.
1: Well, what got me started on that journey is really a, a lot of things. I was very stressed out. Um, I love dental hygiene. I loved being in the operatory. Um, But after years of practicing, your body starts to break apart a little, you know, and you have aches and pains And I uh, changed over to the world of research. And after being a research hygienist, for about eight years, I got sick. And um, when I got sick, I ended up going on medical leave. And nobody knew what was wrong with me. I just basically came in one day, said, here are my papers, and out the door I went. And what happened from that point on truly changed my life because I was so stressed out that my body began to shut down. And when I mean shut down, it means I slept for 15 hours a day for two years. For the first about eight to nine months, I could barely speak. I could barely walk a few feet without wanting to pass out. I was diagnosed with 15 different medical conditions and when i asked one of my doctors about alternative treatment he suggested that i should do shock therapy and that would induce seizures and from that moment on my life completely changed because if i had if i was sleeping 15 hours a day i couldn't cook i couldn't clean i couldn't do laundry i couldn't lift a mop i could do nothing and yet the only thing i had look forward to was have seizures then why live this life and I had a decision I either could take this into my own hands and change it or I could take my life and I knew that God did not put me in this earth for me to live this life that he had something much bigger for me and so I decided to make a change and figure out what was really going on. So I basically fired all my doctors and I did all my research in between the few hours that I was up and uh, basically did ran my own labs, did my own differential diagnosis, figured out what was wrong with my body and used food to heal my body instead of medication. Mm. and. Um, and that's where, that's where the story pretty much is.
0: Incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I wish the listeners can see my boy, my face as you were speaking. Um, I have to, I have to control myself of doing the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because we are in, in a, a podcast setting, but I, I, I'm just, I'm almost speechless. I don't even know what to, to say next because you know we we've seen the documentaries it's, it's on Netflix and so many of these other um, platforms like Hulu that talk about how food is poisoning our bodies um, and even what we've learned in hygiene school which is basically to follow that same pyramid that we're all taught to follow right and and I don't know if you found this in your research and we can talk about that. Just the way that that's set up is not really the way that our bodies are meant to handle to handle certain types of food, um, and which is why we see so many high rates of cancer and other uh, diseases that are happening because of the way that our food systems are here in the U.S. So did you start with a plant-based diet or did you like how did how did you go about getting to where you are now and healing?
1: So what happened was, is one day I was laying on the couch and, um, I had remembered hearing about a documentary that was done by Joe Cross called Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead. And I, and I didn't even know how to work the remote controls in my house. And I was able to put it on. And I said, it doesn't matter. I'm going to turn it on. I'll probably be asleep in a about five minutes, but that's okay. It's Netflix. I could rewind and just play it when I get up again. And the second that movie started, I began to weep. Mm. Because I felt for the first time that there was actually hope that I could get better. And when I finished the movie, see, it still makes me emotional. When I finished the movie, I got online on the computer and looked him up and said, and I realized he was doing a boot camp. And I I called my husband. I said, this guy, I just watched this documentary. He's doing a boot camp. It's in New York. I don't know how I can make it there, but I feel like I need to go. And my husband says, well, all you do is sleep anyway. So if you want to go, he said, go. And I called my mom. I'm like, mom, you know, and she's like, I can't go with you, but go if you feel you need to go. So I did. So I had only three weeks. And, you know, if you're going to be juicing, you're going to be going through a lot of detox issues. You're going to have headaches and you're going to feel sick and all these other symptoms. And I said, i got three weeks to prep my body and so I grabbed, you know, just the fruits and vegetables. He had a list. I made my husband take me to the grocery store because I, could, I couldn't I could really drive or anything, filled up the cart with a ton of vegetables, looked at the recipes, started making them just so that when I went, I would not be that severe because I already knew I could barely function or walk. And, um, it, It's really a miracle. I made it there, got on a plane with not knowing anybody and um, just started juicing and met some other people. And within the third day of me juicing, it was like all of a sudden there was something that was broken or turned off in my system that I actually felt turned back on. And everybody in my group said, oh my God, it's like the lights just came back in your eyes. And I felt like I was back in my 20s just feeling energetic and feeling happy and and able to walk, you know, and and be able to get up and and, and not be asleep for the 15 hours a day. Um, So while I was there, I actually heard of a school called the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is a nutrition school, and it was online. And when I came back from there, I said, You know, I looked into it and said, you know what, I feel like I need to do this because apparently there's some link here that I am missing. And when I was there I saw this sign that it was a quote from Hippocrates that said, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. And I was like, wait a second, medicine as food instead of medicine? It just clicked in my spirit that I just kept on hearing and hearing and hearing that. And so when I called my mom and I said, mom, there's a school, it's about, you know, it's a couple of thousand dollars and I can either choose to give this this." money to my doctors who have done nothing for me at this point, or I can take this money and invest it in an education and learn how to eat and figure out what's going on. And my mom being my biggest cheerleader said, sure, I'll send you a check tomorrow. So when I asked my husband, the funny thing was, is he said, no, I don't want you to do this. Because he knew how sick I was and he knew that there was no way I was going to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. And so I went ahead and I, he, you know, he said, no, I waited till the next morning. He got up, he left for work. And the second I knew he was down the street, I was on the phone. I said, here is my credit card. I'm (laughs) starting. So, um, so then I started school. (laughs)
0: Did he know then or did you wait until he left to go to work? Did he know Mm -hmm.
1: about it? (laughs) No, I told him and he was not happy, but I said, I just felt this is something I needed to do. And so I started the school and they teach you about a hundred different dietary theories. I learned how to re-eat vegan, how to eat raw, how to eat, you know, the primal, paleo. And every week I would dive into the diet we were looking and I would try it because you have to figure out what diet is for you. And not one diet does not fit everyone. So, so. powerful. So I had to figure out which one I was the lab rat. I had to figure out which one gave me energy, which one made me tired, you know. So I had to figure these things out. So I tried each one. By the third month in the program, I was actually able to sit up with no problem. Within six months of the program, I was able to stand and do things around the house like I hadn't been able to do in years. Within nine months of this program, I started exercising. Within a year, I got my life back. And when I went to this school, my goal was just to learn how to eat, just to learn the nutrition. I never had an idea that this was going to embark me or put me into the next step of my life. And I've always, as a hygienist, wanted to get a master's degree. And so I searched and I knew I didn't really want to teach dental hygiene but i knew there was something else and i found a school that actually taught nutrition and actually taught functional medicine and it was designed with the institute of functional medicine and so i so i was getting both things because i was always looking for alternative treatment and testing that was going to find the underlying root causes of people's health because i you know because i spent two years in bed I never wanted anybody to experience the pain that I was suffering while I was lying there. And so I figured if I could equip myself with the correct information to take somebody's illness from step, from step A to Z in a faster way, then that was supposed to be my purpose here on earth, to help people get the lives back that I really believe God intended us to have. And so that's what I did. So I spent the next two years in school diving into all the literature, all the science, all the nutrition, and I got my master's in human nutrition and functional medicine, which allows me to do a whole lot more with my education than being a hygienist in clinical practice.
0: Absolutely. So tell the listeners what exactly is functional medicine?
1: So functional medicine is really extra tools that we have to learn how to diagnose or to look at somebody differently. So let me explain it as this. Um, The body is giving us clues on something that's going on in our body. And this is when we're looking in the mouth, we're looking at, you know, things like diabetes expressed or even cancer or gum disease, right? We know that's some sort of bacteria in the mouth. In functional medicine, we're not just looking at the oral cavity, we're looking at the entire body. So when I'm looking at you as a patient, I'm looking at the clinical signs that you may have that are going to give me pieces of the puzzle of which direction should I be looking. So say I'm looking at you. I'm going to look, these are just a few of the clues. I'm going to look at your eyebrows. If the the last third of your eyebrows are missing, that's a sign of a thyroid dysfunction. Mm. Yes, if you're looking at the corners of your lips and they're chapped all the time, that could be a candida issue or that could be a B12 deficiency. Mm. If I'm looking at, if I have you touch the back of your arms and it feels like chicken skin, it's a little prickly, that's an omega-3 deficiency. If you look at your nail beds and you see white flecks, that's zinc deficiency. If you have ridges in your nails, that's another omega three. If you're looking at the back of your heels and they're real, um, how would you say, dry, um, and that is another, it's a detoxification, or that could be another thyroid issue. Look at the tongue. If the tongue, if you have a slit in the middle of your tongue, right? That's ma- that's absorption issue for nutrients. So the body is actually talking to us, telling us that there's something wrong. The problem is, is that nobody's looking for it.
0: No, because because traditional medicine does not teach that.
1: Exactly.
0: And I mean, everything that you're saying is I I believe wholeheartedly is it difficult to integrate because of the way that the, our entire system is set up? Yes. Because I I love the fact, um, I'm just going to go back to one of the things that you mentioned. You mentioned that fat, sick and nearly dead movie. Listeners, you need to see that. Um, there were several people in there that were dealing with, um, conditions that were not being solved with medication. For instance, migraines, um, an autoimmune disease that had no explanation Joe Cross was dealing with that, could not explain why that came, why that he was dealing with that. He did a plant-based diet and he cleared it out of his system, got off all of the medication. And they showed several people who did the same. And that, that started, that video actually started me removing meat from my diet. And I was vegan, um... I would say all of that time was maybe like over a year, year and a half. And I was in the best health of my life. Went to a stressful situation and got kicked right off. And so I'm still right now, I'm back again as a vegetarian, but it's hard to get back in that process again. But I've seen the difference in my body when not eating, eating what you need to be eating and the stress and everything that's happening with, with, um, that you put your body through and you can't have, I'm, I'm telling you, Karen, we were meant to have this conversation today. (laughs) Okay. That's, it it gave me chills listening to you because you cannot have career satisfaction if you're not aligned physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, all of that needs to be in alignment. And as hygienists, you know, we, we're always caring for people, our family, our patients, and we neglect ourselves so badly. And I'm guilty of that. I am guilty of that. Man, oh man. So, do you believe it's possible that dental hygienists, even in clinical practice, can one day practice with functional medicine?
1: Yes. I think that we are in the best place that we can be because in conventional medicine, the doctor has about 15 minutes, okay, to do what he needs to um, record what he needs to and walk out the door. But in dentistry, we have an hour or more with our patients and we have conversations and the true um how would you say all the information is there you carry the information it takes one of us in functional medicine to actually bring it out by asking you certain questions where we can really start mapping what is going on anywhere from child you know from childhood or birth and that's going to your story actually has all the hidden clues and that's what they're missing in conventional medicine where we as hygienists, we have relationships with our patients and we talk about all different things that will give us the clues to say, Hey, this is going on or we're looking at different things. We're not just focused on this is your symptom and here's your prescription. We're supposed to be preventative orientated and we We really want, it's not just the oral health, it's really the overall health of our entire uh, bodies that we're we're trying to work on. Mm -hmm. And I can remember a quick situation where I was, I walked into my room, I had a patient there, and I just said to him, I said, oh, you have a B12 deficiency just by looking. And this is years before any of this. This is when I was in clinical practice. Mm -hmm. And he said, how do you know that? And I said, by looking at the corners of your lips. And he says, I've been sick for months. And do you know that they just realized after all these months that I'm deficient in B12? And you walk in the door and boom, you say you have a B12 deficiency. Like he should have come see me. I could have saved him a lot of money, (laughs) a lot of months by just looking, and so I think that we are in the best possible place, and we have so much information, and we really love our patients, that I think that this this is where the missing link is in, in our relationship with the medical community. And my goal is to bring us both together. How do we talk to the physicians? How do we get the doctors involved? And how do they understand how important we are in dentistry? Because I think we're looked at, oh, we're just dentists, we're just hygienists. But we technically are oral medicine. And what we bring to the table is much more important than what people realize. And we need to take our stand and say, hey, this is what we do, and we can be that missing link from the patient to their medical provider to give them the information they need to help the patient get better.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, that is that's one of the struggles that I found, even. So, my, my area of expertise is working with the persons living with HIV or AIDS. And um, I had the privilege of going to an interprofessional conference for faculty members that are part of interprofessional programs so I went there and there are several this is at the University of Maryland there are several different disciplines that are represented by health professions and law and and uh, there's pharmacy there's social work and they gave a list of all of these professionals that we could work with in an interprofessional collaborative way who wasn't there the dental
1: hygienist.
0: Right. I'm like, you've got a dental hygiene school here, (laughs) you know? Right. And it's like, why aren't we in that conversation? Like what, why aren't we in that conversation and working and being seen as a viable option to help with the disparities that are facing certain populations or even reaching others that they're not able to reach or see as frequently. So it's it's definitely one of those complex situations that um, warrants more conversation, more hygienists advocating for ourselves to be placed in that in that team.
1: Yes, yes, because we really do have a lot to offer, and we're even not we're even looked at as we're just a hygienist. Yeah. And that's a shame because we really know so much more and should be looked at as the knowledge base that we actually have. We've sold ourselves short somewhere down the line. Somebody did. But I feel like it's my time to say let's take back the reins that we were supposed to be, you know, we had. You know, and let's get in there with these medical providers. And now that I have a degree in functional medicine, it's funny because I work with um, functional medicine providers and meet with them on a monthly basis. And they start telling me why they're unhappy going, even going to the dentist themselves, because there's just that there's this talk that needs to be had and my goal is to start bringing them together and they're asking me questions because I can bring so much to help them and yet they can bring so much to help me. So it's really this really good um, relationship that I'm starting to build with functional medicine providers in my general area so that we can start the dialogue and I can educate them on what I'm doing and they can help me with what they're doing. And together, because what's going on in the mouth is expressing itself in the entire body. And you've got to find the root of the condition of what's going on. If you want to help the body and in the mouth, it's huge, Mm -hmm. you know? And so how do we, you know, bring everybody together to help the overall health of just not the patient, but you know, my goal, one thing is to really to come out to the dental providers because I think with all the bacteria that is thrown in our face every day, um, we're sick. Yeah. We're and we take so much on and it in when in school it's always how about the patient, how about the patient? And I'm saying, how about the provider? How about yes. the provider? Yes.
0: And you know, so many I was I was talking with a, a friend of mine and we were just talking, you know, there's so many professionals, dental hygienists that want, get, want to get out of clinical practice. They want to get out. And we're like, where is this coming from? And I, in our conversation, we're talking about we really think it's burnout, just not taking care of ourselves and just being totally done where we have nothing left to give. Right, right. And it's interesting that you bring that up because... That's, that's a difficult thing. I mean, our, our country is obese and I, you know, I know, I know that struggle. I've struggled with it myself. So well, go, ahead.
1: go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to hear what you have to say.
1: I was, I was just going to say, I think we all have a struggle and I am still overweight and i you know i know how to eat now and i really do try to eat a whole lot better than i did before that's for sure but there's these underlying causes like the imbalance of the microbiome that Um, when I start explaining what goes on in your microbiome and how it affects your entire body, it's really eye-opening is that this little imbalance could be causing all these health problems. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So your your latest book, the one that Angie was reading, what's the title of that?
1: It's called Overwhelmed and Undernourished, Use Food as Medicine and Turn Your Life Around.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so what who is that for
1: that this book is basically my story that tells you what I went through stress wise how my body shut down and how I began my my path to healing and it is really for people that are sick or people that want to learn a little bit more about maybe how to get healthy My goal when I wrote this book was really to put this in the hands of people that are sick and have no hope because I want people to know that no matter how bad things look like, I promise you hold on because there is an answer out there. And I almost gave up. I know what it is to want to die every day because I could not function. My body hurt. I could barely speak. I could barely move. And every day I was gaining weight and I wasn't even eating. So if I know this disparity, I don't want anybody else to do it, to go through it. And I want people to know. That there are people out there like me and like others in this functional medicine world that have the answer. Yes. Is it an easy fix? No. You're going to have to change a few things. But we it's a relationship where I don't dictate to you, this is what you got to do. No, we work as a team. And my goal as a team member is to see you succeed. And my goal is to help coach you through this because you are going to fall back a little bit. And then I help pick you up. And that is my goal is to be there alongside you as you walk through your journey so that when you get to the end I have taught you enough that you can you don't need me any longer you can go and help somebody else and that and then I have the next person in line Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so many hygienists are the reason why I started this podcast was to find those hygienists that feel defeated who are not you know, satisfied, they aren't happy, they're dealing with different stressors, similar to what I've dealt with, where I felt like I was in a pit of despair. Mm -hmm. So I often ask the guests that I have, you know, what is, what is the best career advice you've ever been given? But for you, I think, you know, you may have been given, or you may have experienced something that you've learned through your journey. So what would you say to a listener that is feeling, they may not be sick or anything like that, they may not be dealing with that, but they're feeling, you know, held back by themselves. So what would you say is the best career advice or either something you've learned in your journey that could help support them?
1: If you're not happy, you need to figure out what makes you happy. Because when you are not happy, you are stressed out. When you are stressed out, your body begins to shut off. Your cortisol levels go up. Your digestion starts to slow down. And so then you start eating and your body is falling apart every day, little by little. And you have to figure out what makes you happy. And I can give you a quick example. I have a friend of mine who um, was thinking about going to where I went to my health coaching school, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And she was really debating going back and forth. Do I do this? Do I not? You know, because it's education, it's not cheap. And I said to her, if I ask you, if we talk about going to school and I say to you, do you want to go to school and become a journalist and write? And I said, how does that make you feel? And she said, oh, that doesn't make me feel good at all. I said, but if I say to you, you're going to go to school to learn about nutrition, how does that make you feel? And she's like, oh my God, that makes me feel happy. I said, those are the signs that your body is talking to you and telling you that's the direction you need to go. A lot of times we don't listen to that inner voice That's trying to warn us because we actually have more neurotransmitters in our gut than in our brain. And that system right there gets overlooked a lot. So if you're not happy, find a coach or somebody that can help pull out that desire that you have so that you can do what you're supposed to do or that you want to do that you're passionate about. That's what I like, what I'm doing now, because I am so full of passion, wanting to help others get better. And I didn't realize that I had that in me until I got sick. I always knew I liked to help people and I loved my patients, but I never really realized how deep that went for me. And now I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I love it.
0: Yes. I mean, I can hear it. I can hear it. I can hear your passion. I can feel your energy um, sh- right through right through this these headphones that I'm wearing tonight. Uh, it, it really that really really touched me. That really really touched me. Um, I, I don't have anything to say. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how true is that? You know, how true is that? You know, one of the hardest things I've had to do is actually listen listen to my gut. Yes. I've seen so many times where my gut is telling me this isn't the right decision for you, Jasmine. And I've, my head says, Oh no, 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 We can work it out. And then I'm, and then I'm stressed out or I'm going through some, you know, thing that I could have avoided. So this, my awakening really, cause this last two years have been my, my awakening. It has been um, very interesting. And it's funny now I'm able to recognize that more but it takes a conscious effort to actually follow that. Right. Really really follow that. All right. So, um what was the last book that you read?
1: Um wow, well, that's a hard one cuz right now I'm in the middle of reading a bunch of medical journals. Um okay. and, and I have a ton of books. I'm thinking which one's the last one I read. Um Wow. I'm coming up blank. Because I, <laughs> um, I do, I, I have other um, friends that write books, so they're always sending me their book to review. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could tell I'm in the middle of, write, of reading a book. I just started it. And, and I don't know the name offhand because it actually hasn't been published. It's actually a manuscript for mm-hmm. thyroid disorders. It's by a physician, I think, That is using functional medicine um, and trying to help people reverse thyroid. And I actually hold a meetup group once a month with a friend of mine, and it's a Hashimoto's healing group for people that have thyroid disorders. So that we can look at just not medication because thyroid disorder is so complex, um, that we look at nutrients that we could be missing in the body that could you could eat instead of taking a pill. Although sometimes you do need the medication. I'm not saying don't take your medication, please. The doctor gives you medication, take your medication. But there's a lot of things that can be changed. And I'll give you a quick, quick example. I did a trial because I have a thyroid condition and I had my thyroid markers checked and I work with a functional medicine um, chiropractor in Alaska and um, he, you know, I said to him, I'm going to hand over my care to you, which is really hard for me to do. I do not do that to, I do not give that power to anybody because of how sick I was and what that taught me. Mm -hmm. and so he so we went over my markers and so he said all right for 30 days we're gonna do this and we're gonna i'm gonna retest so i tried adding in selenium which was the simplest supplement you could use in my diet for 30 days and retested it after 30 days and my markers went from the high back into the normal range and that was the only change i made selenium Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and It amazes me that, you know, they keep saying, let's up your medication, let's up your medication when it really is a nutrient deficiency that we have because the thyroid gland has the highest amounts of selenium. And when it's missing, it's, you know, the thing it needs, it will steal it from where it needs to. And so that's where all this dysfunction goes, you know, happens. And, um, it was just interesting for me to learn to say, Oh my God, that's the simplest fix.
0: Right. Right. And,
1: and instead of keep upping my dose and upping my dose and I'm never getting better. And it's because I'm missing those essential nutrients and minerals in my diet.
0: Yep. Yep. My, um, uh, my cousin's wife had that also and she went completely plant-based to heal, to heal because nothing was working for her. Mm-hmm. and it's been an incredible journey for her. She actually has a blog and a following now um, because she's able to now live and be happy, you know, just by using food.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So, definitely want the listeners to know, um, of course, you want to consult with your doctor, your physician, Yes. Um, with any changes or remedies that um, may be there. We want to definitely put that disclaimer there, but I'm very very thankful that you came on to the show today um karen can you let the listeners know how to contact you if they were interested or where they can yes find they
1: website? can they um i have a website called um holistic digestive solutions and if they if they go to my website there's a little contact button that says contact me i do a free 15 minute consultation to look at what, you know, if we can work together, what's going on, can I help you? And then we put you into a program where we run your blood work. Um, We give you a functional medicine report, which is unbelievable. I've never seen what we can do in functional medicine. This is amazing blood work that really breaks down all your markers in your blood work and shows you what to look for in a deeper way, it gives us all the clues. Um, and and then we decide, do you need any additional testing to look for, whether it's parasites, bacteria, bacteria. Um, fungus, any kind of things that we need to figure out that could be the underlying root cause of your autoimmune condition. And then once we find it, we eliminate that trigger, whether it's food based or whether it's bacteria or yeast or whatever the problem is. And then we work through lifestyle um, to basically start changing, making sure you're getting an adequate sleep, you're getting adequate nutrition, adequate, you know, supplements, you're, you know, exercising, stress relief, meditation, yoga, whatever it is that you need to help you back to your normal state of ease.
0: All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And we definitely hope the listeners will check out those resources.
1: Thank you, Jasmine, for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: My pleasure.